A business can only go as far as its culture is empowered to take it. When it comes to building mission-driven, wildly innovative, fiercely inclusive teams, it requires brave cultures. Johanna Lineman helps fast-growing companies build brave cultures for higher productivity, greater innovation, and stronger revenue and profits. Her company is industry agnostic and has worked with startups, tech companies, professional service firms, nonprofits, and manufacturers. They came to Johanna when their teams couldn't keep up with the fast growth of the company, or they were stuck at an inflection point. She has a combination of unique delivery methods and processes that crack the code on establishing lasting organizational behavior changes in a relatively short period of time. Her proprietary and evolutionary system can eliminate months of frustration often associated with developing strong leadership and building a cohesive collaborative team. She is the founder of NextGen Orgs. Welcome to Growth Amplifiers, Johanna Lineman. Thank you, Kenny. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Now, Joanna, Next Gen Orgs, it sounds pretty progressive. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do? Sure. So we help small companies build sustainable profitability and high-performing teams. So we do culture work, leadership development. We've been very busy lately because one of our tenants is being fiercely inclusive. So in this current climate, we're getting lots of calls about how do we get more inclusive? Right. Now, that's something to think about because what I've tend to heard from a lot of different people and businesses is, oh, we, it's hard to find good help. Oh, it's, it's hard <laughs> to find good help. Right. <laughs> but I've come to get the perspective. It's not really about the help a lot has to do with, you know, what you're putting out there and then how you're guiding people to lead. Yes. So could you share with us um, how you work with companies? Give us kind of like a little example of maybe a, a company that has had a challenge and something that you've, you've worked with them to kind of make that change and that shift internally. Sure. Well, a lot of times companies come to us when they're um, either growing so quickly, they're just throwing people into leadership positions and not training them, or they've had a changing of the guard. And so they've got all new leadership and they want maybe a slightly different direction. And so we, the, the foundation of our work at NextGenOrgs mm-hmm. is around conscious communication. Right. So we use the DISC assessment to help people communicate better. We do a lot of training with emotional intelligence and mindset because the mindset is actually kind of like the part of the uh, iceberg that's under the water, mm-hmm. but it impacts everything. So we do really transformational leadership coaching. Transformational. I find that a powerful word because there's, Ah, uh, you know, I took this class, I took this workshop, and I gained some ideas. But then there's, I've went through this program, and I've shifted my outlook, and that shifted my actions, and yeah. I'm a new person now. Right. Yeah, so transformational leadership is about changing who you be in the world, and then once you change who you're being, that impacts what you're doing. So. Excellent. I, I'm curious to know, this is an interesting line of work. And typically 
when asking people, you get a sense that there was something that they experienced in their life that kind of guided them in that path or to that direction. What is your story? How did you get to doing what you're doing now? Yeah, so the short version is that I worked for some of the worst bosses in America oh. my first 16 <laughs> years in corporate, uh, including one woman who Fortune Magazine ranked one of the top 10 worst bosses in the country when I worked with her. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I kind of wrote the playbook for what not to do <laughs> with that ex those sets of experiences. And I thought it was just me. I thought like my standards were too high. Uh, I had too much integrity because I left three jobs in corporate for being asked to do something that was outside of my ethics zone. And in one case, it was illegal. And so I thought it was me and that I just wasn't cut out to be in corporate. And this was in 2004 when I left corporate. And it wasn't until 2013 when I read the book Conscious Capitalism mm. that I realized, oh, there are people like me. There are companies that I could work for and be happy working for. So that kind of set me on this path. Interesting book. I've not heard of that title, but definitely something to check out. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. Definitely will we'll do. And, and that's becoming more and more popular of a topic as people are realizing just how much of an impact that makes to a business and their success. Yeah. Well, you know, study after study, I've got tons of stats that show that being a purpose-driven company, being values-based, um, caring about your employees, being more diverse and inclusive, like all of those things are not just nice things to do. They're actually really, really good for business. Right. And that's the important part. It's kind of like thinking you've got maybe bodies on a boat, right? And you have the oars and you have a boat, but if everyone's not rowing together, then yep. you're not going to be going at max capacity. <laughs> but if you can get everyone on the same page and rowing at the same time in the right direction, that's really some great momentum you could build. Yeah, absolutely. And, and people are more likely to own an idea that they had some kind of input into. So the more collaborative you are as an organization, uh, not to get consensus, mm -hmm. but to get to the place where you're not doing this uh, top-down decision-making and just do what I say and don't ask any questions. Like that is so 1980s Jack Welch. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I, <laughs> that's a funny reference. But I dated myself just then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, knew, I knew your reference. <laughs> oh, good. Um, so I've, worked, I've had the opportunity to connect with a lot of different coaches and leadership coaches and hear all these different team and growth programs. What's something that your company offers that really differentiates it from others that may be out there? Yeah, so the, the main body of work that we do is called uh, building brave cultures. And brave cultures are built on a foundation of conscious communication. And then they are purpose-driven, they're wildly innovative, and they're radically inclusive. So what we've seen is that there are lots of companies that are consultants that maybe do the purpose piece. And there are DEI consultants, diversity, equity, inclusion, who do maybe the unconscious bias and the restorative HR stuff, mm -hmm. right? But nobody does it, 
nobody's brought it all together in one place to give a cohesive all-in-one solution. And then the other thing that makes us really unique is that we might be one of maybe three organizations in the country that do serious mindset work. I'm a big proponent of mindset. It's one of the foundations and pillars of a successful enterprise. You got to have someone with the right attitude, expertise, drive, vision. It needs to be there. And so it has to. Yeah. And you'll love the book then, uh, Success Mindsets. It just came out, I think, last month Mm -hmm. by Ryan Gottfriedson. All right. I'm glad we're getting this captured. There's a couple (laughs) golden nuggets that we're picking up here. Now, as much as we can say, right, we've found a path that works. We can guide people. We can help them succeed. We've got case studies to show it. Part of what we do at Growth Amplifiers is try to learn from others' challenges as well. And uh, one of the things I'd be curious to know is what is the challenging part that you found from growing your business? What do you think is the most challenging part that you've run into? Yeah, I would say two things. Early on, it was sort of grokking the fact that until I had clients, I was really just a marketer. Mm. All right, that was really hard because even though I had a marketing degree, I, I was a, I'm a practitioner through and through, right? And I see right. that with a lot of clients too in the past. And then as I, as I got busier, mm-hmm. it was working as a solopreneur and wearing all those different hats and figuring out, I finally figured out how to time chunk so that I could, you know, Friday morning was administrative day and, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday were marketing and then Monday and Friday afternoon, whatever it was, but just breaking it out so that I wasn't trying to do six different things in a day. Right. Very powerful time chunking, getting it together, dividing and conquering. (laughs) Yes. And, and now that you're moving along, you've got some traction what are you doing to grow and to gain awareness and to attract new customers or clients? Yeah. So, um, very exciting. We are in conversation with one of our strategic partners about some kind of more formal alliance. So that will solve the problem of, you know, trying to wear all those hats. Um, and, and really I think we're in such challenging and unique times and just the nature of the work that we do. Mm-hmm. We've been getting a lot of questions about like, we need unconscious bias training or, and that's not really what they need. That's part of what they need, but they need a lot more than that. So, um, and I would say most of, we do a really good job of once we get somebody in the door for an initial engagement, which might be just six months of coaching for one executive, Mm -hmm. we end up getting lots of follow-on work because we care so deeply about our clients and we treat them so well and we go kind of above and beyond anything they've experienced before. That is awesome to hear. That's really the concept behind growth amplifiers. What can you do to plus up, to amplify, to accelerate the things that you're doing now to make it just that much better? Right. Right. So I'm going to share, a, I, you might have noticed, I like to read um, right. <laughs> a third book that I totally recommend is called The Go-Getters. And it's a parable. You can read it in, you know, under two hours. But it really is this idea that the more, the more you try to help others, the more generous you are, mm-hmm. 
when you're working with people, the more comes back to you. I totally believe in that. I totally believe in that. That's a great concept to follow. Give more and you shall receive more. Yes. It just comes back to you. Yep. So you've shared some wonderful resources. What's a project or uh, something that you're working on for your business that you'd like to share or promote? Uh, let's see. I would say the two things that I'm most amped up about now. One is helping companies become more inclusive. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, you're like, what should we say with everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter? How can we help our company become more diverse? Mm -hmm. We can help with that. And the other thing that I'm super passionate about is helping young leaders mature into their own leadership style, not a style that somebody says, here, try this on see if this jacket fits, but taking the best of who you already are and amplifying that. That is awesome. Yeah. No, that's really awesome because I think there's a lot of people that maybe followed a path that they were kind of pushed to follow that wasn't their best path. Yep. And it had them run into a wall or in worst case, a corner and yeah, they look back and, and they think, man, why, why did I spend all this time being this person that I was not? Right. So that's beautiful to hear. Thank you. Yeah, and, I love doing it. It's so fun. <laughs> and you've been sharing a lot of great pieces of advice and wisdom along the way. But as we're kind of wrapping this up, what is a lesson or piece of advice that you could offer to others on their journey? Be kinder to yourself which is not to say don't have high standards Mm -hmm. but especially I think in these times things are changing so dramatically and I know so many nice white people who are afraid to open their mouths around people of color because Mm -hmm. they're afraid they're going to screw up Mm -hmm. well guess what if you're in the arena you're going to make mistakes and it's not going to kill you all you have to do is pick yourself up dust yourself off, apologize to the person you hurt and just get back in there. Be kinder to yourself. I love it. Now for people who want to learn more about you, can you tell them how to find out more about you and your business? Yes. Uh, the website is nextgenorgs.com and I hang out. I try to focus my social media on one area. So I hang out on LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash in slash Johanna J-O-H-A-N-N-A, Lyman, L-Y-M-A-N. Johanna, it's been a pleasure. This has been an interview talking about next-gen orgs and the transformation that they're providing in the leadership world. Thank you, Johanna, for your time. Thanks so much, Kenny. It was great. Great fun. All right. Take good care. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.